This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Housewives on the Island, baby. Welcome to a special episode of The Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And we almost should be calling this The Real Housewives of Watching, because we're watching new content. I know, this is so exciting. The Real Housewives of Watching. Yeah. That's yeah the Real Housewives of Watching and TV. Um, peacock. It's not even TV, it's Peacock. True. Um, if you don't have Peacock, um, you can get like, I think a free month subscription and maybe wait till all the episodes are out and then do it. Um, or I think I literally pay like $4.99 and I watch it with commercials. It's pretty, pretty inexpensive comparatively. Yeah, no. And I mean, I love it. I've watched so much stuff on Peacock. This is, we're not getting paid for this. I was just going to say, please. No, unfortunately we're not paid by Peacock. I wish I got money for this, but I, I mean, if you haven't seen the show poker face with Natasha Leone, it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite new shows. Um, and, uh, yeah. So Peacock's worth the money. There's also the Barney, uh, documentary. I hate you, uh, which is really good or you love me or i love you you hate me that's the name of the docuseries it's really good it's very very interesting any hoot all um so here we are talking about the first three episodes that peacock gave us as a gift for the holidays um and we're gifting this episode to you yes of roni legacy which okay i know we're gonna go episode by episode but I would like, before we start, your thoughts on the first three episodes. Just like overarching thoughts. I loved it. I am really enjoying it. I think it was really interesting. So I watch and text uh, with my friend, Kate, uh, who guested on this podcast when you were on maternity leave. (laughs) And uh, Kate was texting me that she missed Carol. She was like, I kind of wish Carol was there. And I thought that was really interesting because I was immediately like, Carol would hate being there. And she's like, I kind of need that dynamic of like Carol's angsty teen with these crazy women. Um, I'm so happy to have Kelly back on my screen. I forgot what a wildly dynamic person Kelly was, even though we just watched her a few seasons ago. I just love seeing her frenetic energy on the screen. Um, And you just never know what her motivations are Mm -hmm. um Kristen Takeman is doing good she's doing good uh I I think she's strong I hate Ramona now more than ever um yeah and Sonia and Lou are it's an interesting dynamic because Sonia and Lou are closer than Ramona and Sonia as this trip begins and that I thought was a very interesting dynamic to watch um but and and having Dorinda back on my TV is a great time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I noticed morning, noon, or night. This is how Dorinda always sounds. <laughs> like she yeah. just always has 
a slur. And, you know, I listen to Watch What Crappens and they do that voice um, much better than I do. But um, I always thought that they were kidding. But then w- watching this, I was like, no, she's literally just, so, you know what? <laughs> like, it's a it's a very interesting voice and I love it though like her enthusiasm I like Dorinda because she's very like just like how Kelly's unpredictable Dorinda you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get her flying off being really really nice then she's gonna fly off the handle at somebody she's not gonna be able to let it go she's going to insist that she's totally mellow while she's flipping out and then she's going to have to take a nap yeah, I'd say that's a perfect description of Dorinda. Yeah. yeah. I, like, really appreciate that, like, these are things that I can count on from Dorinda that are, like, it doesn't matter what's happening in the episode. You're going to get this from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thought is I really enjoyed them, but I don't think they should ever come back for a Full Housewives. That's my thought. There is just too much of the same, which yeah. works on Legacy, and doesn't like I am like thank God this isn't a series because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work as a full series, in my opinion. I agree. The one thing I will say is that I found it very interesting that Luann is very much similar to what you're saying. She's just like, let's just let it go. Let's keep going. Let's find new things. Like I think that if you put Luann with newer housewives, she would hold her own. And like, not. I agree with that. I kind of want to see Lou on the new class of Roni. Actually, I I agree. Like, I just feel like Lou gets it and is still very with it and sharp and like was trying to get like as much as she brings up the pirate, which we'll get into. Like, I do think that she's willing to talk about new dynamics, new things. Like, yes, these are the old things, but also like this is what I love. And this is that thing. Like, you know, I mean, she's I think- the only evolved one. Like when I look at old Luann, that's not really the Lou that I think of now, if that makes sense. Very true. Like Very I enjoy true. her on TV much more in the later years than I did in the early years. I just don't know how much more you can get out of Dorinda, Sonia and Ramona because they just seem kind of out of it and on repeat. Yeah. Yeah. And Kelly just seems disturbed and Kristen just seems like she very much just wants to show off her amazing body which like I'm very proud of you yeah yeah so (laughs) we we start off with you know little introduction to all of them um what do you think of the theme song nothing is why did they only give us housewives in the island once and then not a single one as good as that since I agree yeah. I was like, don't you give me lyrics and then take them away. Like you and I watched that episode together. Yes. And I remember screaming because we couldn't believe how funny this was. And then they've never done it since. And I'm just so disappointed by it. I don't know if they were like, no, this is a serious show. We shouldn't do that. But like, I thought it was interesting that they did definitely try and remix the original Roni theme songs. But like, I just... I want lyrics. I want them to be like, we got these crazy New Yorkers together. <laughs> Let's see what shit happens. You know? Like- I agree. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, do a little moment with each of them. Um, Real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt with Ken, but I also, my first note is I'm not ready. <laughs> I was just like, that's what I wrote. I was just like, I'm not ready. No, I, I loved it. It felt immediately like home, like the yes. second it picked up with them. Um, so of course, Ramona calls Kristen Caitlin the wrong name and that Ramona is like, I don't remember her. Yes. Um, and I do think Kristen is a bit of a random casting and she lives in LA now. It's been eight years. One thing that I read that someone said is that they felt like Kristen didn't have an ally. And I agree with that. She's yeah. kind of floating on her own. Like, it seems like even though Kelly hasn't been around on the show, obviously in years that she still has kept up with them all in some capacity yeah um where Kristen, i don't think has talked to anyone and it, they needed to bring someone with her and i do agree a carol would have been great especially because we know carol and dorinda do still keep up yeah or like two random people that could have bonded you know it's just she feels a little island on her own i i mean and it's also just like Kristen just acts like 
why am I not being included? But it's also like, but it doesn't sound like you tried to talk to anybody. Although we do find out that she did invite Ramona to an event. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> we also find out that Kelly has a booming real estate career. And I can't even believe how old her kids are because obviously we just watched them be children, you know, a few episodes. Yeah, little babies. Um, Have you seen any of Kelly's real estate ads, by the way? Yes. They're amazing. Yeah, but she's so funny. They're like, it's not as much about the apartment as it is about her in the apartment. Her whole social media, her social media absolutely cracks me up. Um, so then we get to the house and they're staying in the same house, which I think is really cool. And they even maybe have the, the same only house on the island. Who maybe, knows? maybe the only house on the island. And then they actually have the same chef. Yes. So I'm like, and damn, that's some casting. He aged like a fine wine. That man looks great. Yeah. Um, seems decently civil while they pick rooms. Um, well, Dorinda has some dice for everybody. <laughs> like and she like gets everybody to um roll and of course luck of the roll has it i don't know if they weighted those dice or, or bravo just really lucked out but ramona got a, the lowest number and she tries to be like why would anyone think that i would be upset about this i'm totally calm and collected and then they go around and select rooms and of course ramona's room she would have to share with someone and well you know she's going to share with sonia they love to share so they end up sharing the same room that they shared the first time in the master or the great room um and dorinda takes a room (laughs) this is honestly a highlight of the series dorinda in this room has one space odyssey room like she has no idea like it's it's a long white hallway where if you like press the wall it like turns into like closets and stuff it literally looks like she's like in and out of narnia in this room she can't find the bathroom for a good five minutes (laughs) she has to call someone to help her find the bathroom (laughs) i was like so and then she's like i was gonna pee in the shower and i was like where's the shower So, yeah, she ends up just in, like, the most insane room, Um, which, like, maybe she's not slurring because she's drunk. She's slurring because she's just been so spun around because that room, like, it's funny because every time they, like, open a closet, there's just all these random things inside of it, too. And I'm just like, what is that? Why is it up? It, it doesn't make any sense listen i'd be confused in that room too the walls are all openable and they all look the same and nothing is labeled so um at one point she literally just like gives up and leans against the wall <laughs> she can't find where she put her jewelry i forgot which episode that's in but let's find a way out like she's like how did i even get in here <laughs> yeah um the house manager is quite sassy he's um helping ramona unpack and she's complaining that the like the thing for the hangers bars is, are too low the yeah. bars are too low closet. in the closet and he goes i'll tell the architect of the house to make the closet bigger yeah. <laughs> he's just real sassy with her um and then we've been in ramona also got a third degree burn on her arm from some crazy ostrich. like ostrich feather so that's pretty terrible third degree is like yeah. very severe um and she's telling lou and dorinda this because she's just like, you guys are the nurses. Was Dorinda a nurse and I forgot that? Maybe. I don't remember that. But anyway, Lou um, is just like, that's very serious. And Kristen's immediately like, no one should wear ostrich. What are you doing? And like Kelly's like, who's wearing ostrich? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it does sound horrible. But because of that, Ramona's unable to go into the water because of her burns. So, nah. Yeah. Um, this is all while they are like sitting down for the first little meal. And we find out Sonia has been living in Virginia, which we know that's where her family is, but that's really the first time that's like been said. I was shocked by that. I was Me like, too. I was where in Virginia. I have a thousand follow-up questions. Yeah. Her family is there. I'm pretty sure it's like where her mom and sisters live in Virginia. That's I think really- I Googled that once before. Is this also where Dorinda talks about how she let Sonia stay at her house, her apartment? 
Um, no, I think they came later. I think I think that's later. Yeah, that's in episode two. Okay, but I think it's at the same table. That's why it's hard to tell. Um, so then Kristen kind of starts probing with some questions, um, and she asks if they thought they would all like ever film again. And Dorinda starts going in. Well, I got put on pause. Kristen got fired, and Kristen's like, "We all got fired because we're all here, and that show doesn't exist anymore." Yeah. And um, has no, as we saw in the last girls' trip or the second girls' trip, it's hard to keep them all second. So, because I can't believe this is the fifth. Technically, but we didn't see the fourth because that was Morocco, and I don't know if we'll ever see that. Okay. That makes me sad. I really want to see Morocco. I know. Um, So while Dorinda and Kristen are fighting, it goes to an ITM with Ramona. And this made me laugh so hard because Ramona goes, I don't think Dorinda and Kristen know each other. And the producer goes, they were on the same season together. She goes, really? And they were like, and ever like, it's just like you were on it too. That was so funny. That was so funny. Also in the, uh, Berkshires is where she Ramona like cuts Kristen and she doesn't even remember that I know I know so it's all things so then they all start going around like why they're there and I forget if Sonya says it or if someone says it for her but Sonya's basically someone is like Sonya's only there because it's a paid vacation and she needs to check and Sonya's like yeah yeah, yeah I do um Kelly's somewhat giving up more normal vibes. She's saying, like, I have to work. Like, I support my kids and myself. Like, all of that. Um, But then they go back to the on pause thing. And Kristen starts asking questions about, like, Ultimate Girls Trip and saying, like, your show doesn't exist anymore. Um, And they're all think it's like weird that Kristen would watch Ultimate Girls Trip, but Kristen's like, Brandy is one of my best friends. She was there, so that's why I watched it. Um, And yeah, they're just kind of, I love all the fourth wall breaking. Um, Kelly starts talking about how she had a lot of financial stress the first time she filmed, um, saying like that basically her husband gave her, ex-husband gave her nothing, which... Very interesting to hear. I was surprised by that. Because we saw her in her definite, very expensive apartment. Like. That I don't know if Kelly could have afforded on her own. So I'm like, were you left with the apartment and nothing else maybe? I I, I just, I thought the first season, didn't she say she got that apartment in the divorce? Maybe she doesn't consider that getting something, but like, girl, that apartment was insane. So, yeah, I can't imagine they she got nothing. Like, I think it might be something similar to what Sonia deals with, where it's like, yes, I have some things, but not everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, Ramona points out, I don't even remember in what context it came up, but Ramona points out that Avery was 11 when they first started filming and now she's 28. And that really just blew my mind. Oh, yeah um to to see that and uh yeah sony makes a really funny joke also this is i'm on only fans things have gone downhill and then she calls out to rinda for being on only fans and rinda's like i did one event and i didn't know what i was doing and i didn't know what the website was and then someone asked her to show her show them her boobs and she stopped yeah <laughs> yep and that she uh she only really liked it or not that she really liked it that Sonia says, oh, they asked for my feet. <laughs> so she's <laughs> fine with that. And then comes up that Ramona saying, like, she hasn't seen Kristen forever. And Kristen's like, I literally saw you last year at an event in the yeah. Hamptons. And Ramona's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they flash to a photo of them together last year in the Hamptons. Yeah. And that's just too much for me. It's literally, and it wasn't just any event. It was Kristen's own event. She invited her. Like, Yeah. So. And, um, really just like at the end of the episode, Lou says something that I don't even think I realize, and maybe wouldn't realize is that they, I don't even know if they're talking about like their worst moments or just talking about moments. And Lou says, 
The only time she was ever caught on hot mic was when talking about the pirate in French and that she says that she didn't sleep with him. And at this point, if she did, she would just own up to it. But then she, and that Sony hooked up with him. But then Sony's like, no, you did sleep with him. So still confused. I think I believe Luann. I do, too. I think that, like, at this point, she would have been honest. Like, there's nothing that she could lose. Although some, she has been hanging around Jacques a little lately. Although Jacques supposedly with somebody else. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I think I believe Luann. But it is interesting to think that is her only hot mic moment. And I feel like if that would happen now, I feel like people would have like flipped out even more that I don't remember the reaction to that. And obviously oh, that, we was go, a huge, that was a huge deal. I know it was a huge deal, but I mean, just like in the way that we're like, Oh my God, hot, hot mic moment. Um, the way they filmed it, it's almost like you don't even realize it's a hot mic moment. Cause they kind of yeah. make it look like you can see her on the phone and that people can hear her. So I feel like they would have edited it differently. Maybe. Yes, for sure. I also feel like, didn't you have a moment during the It's About Tom episode where they catch her saying something? I don't know. Not Maybe like there was. I don't know. But yeah, then Kristen seems to remember a lot of things. She keeps being like, no, 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 that was season five. No, that was season 11. Um, and Kelly, this is the first of many times that she calls Kristen a fan. Yeah. Um and I don't think Kristen likes it that much. And that's kind of the end of episode one. Are you fucking kidding me? You missed what the did best I forget? line of the world. What? Where they're like, Dorinda's still upset about the line, like about the whole pause thing. And like, so Kelly's going back and calling her a fan. And then Dorinda says, Eagles don't fly with pigeons. So get your breadcrumbs ready. Sorry, I, I forgot to write that. I think it's like I saw that in the preview so much. I forgot that that was at the end of the first episode. Love that moment so much. Um, Dorinda, if she is good at anything, she's a wordsmith. That is for sure. Like, she, yeah, she's, she's great with coming. Something. She's great on the spot at coming up with like. Clips. These random clips <laughs> and things. Yeah. Yeah. Just like we know how quotable she is for sure. I'd say her and Luann are. I think it's also funny that you want to talk about fourth wall breaking. Like Sonia and Ramona immediately are like, we have to write that down. That fucking line is epic. Mm-hmm. They're like, we got to make some merch immediately. That is great. <laughs> and especially uh, Philly housewife fans. I cannot wait for the merch. Somebody go make it. Of eagles don't fly with pigeons because I feel like you could put any jersey on a pigeon and then just have that as your Bravo t-shirt. True, that that's pretty good. I like it. Um, no, episode one was like good, and I felt like I was just happy to see him back on my screen. You know, absolutely. And I thought it was just really nice to um, see housewives that I haven't seen interact interact like. I really thought Kelly and Kristen might get along because of their modeling. And like, that was not a thing brought up really. Mm -hmm. So. Agree. So then right into episode two, it starts with Kelly who brought an insane amount of gifts (laughs) to give to everyone and makes this huge presentation at the breakfast table with, with all of these gifts for everyone. All while Lou is making eggs a la francais and she probably says it about 30 times i'm making eggs a la francais like we get it we we know the joke like my mom makes the same thing they're scrambled eggs lou they're fucking scrambled eggs yeah Uh, but the the thing with kelly's um gifting is two things one she puts it on the table and like she puts it like all around where like the plates and the dishes are and it's like it's not just a bag it's like a bag and then little trinkets of like makeups and all these things and it's like it's like kelly's playing oprah's favorite things and she's just bringing everything for it Mm -hmm. and lou was just some of the ladies seem okay with it and fine with it and lou was like i don't want any of this shit i want to eat my eggs can you get this off my plate like she feels like she knows what kelly's mo is and it is brought up later but in the moment I'm thinking in my head, you had a gosh darn meltdown at yep. the skinny girl bag 
on yeah. Scary Island. And then you're going to go around and do mm-hmm. this, which is obviously she's claiming it's not product placement type things, but I, I just don't believe that. I don't know what it is, but I think that it is very extra to the point where she had to like, her suitcase was too heavy because of it. And Kristen's like, are you going to fucking fly all this shit back for us? Like, I don't yeah. know. Do you think everybody else didn't pack to the gills? Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's too much. And it and it's it's weird and creepy, like Kelly would say. Yeah. Um, but at this breakfast is when we learn, and probably one of the funniest stories that maybe within the past year, I don't know when, Sonia needed to be in New York and she didn't have anywhere to stay because her townhouse was being rented. So she asked Dorinda if she can stay at her apartment because Dorinda's in the Berkshires for a month. Dorinda says it's fine. Dorinda goes to her apartment one day because she has to get stuff out of the apartment and she can't get into the apartment because it's like chain locked and some random lady opens the door and Dorinda's like, who the hell are you? And they're like, I'm her assistant. And Dorinda's like, they were like, who are you? What are you doing here? Yeah, the, the assistant is like, who are you? And Dorinda's like, I own this apartment. Then Dorinda needs to go into her bedroom and we learn that Sonia has taken it upon herself to sleep in Dorinda's bed, not the guest room she was supposed to be in. And the lady's like, so sorry, Miss Morgan is sleeping. And Dorinda's like, excuse me, this is my home. I need to go in and get clothes from there. And so then Dorinda goes up there and Sonia's just like, oh, hey, what's up? And like totally just like normal about all of it. And the best is then it goes the whole time Dorinda. Sonia's like, yep, all of this is true. All yeah. of this is true. And Dorinda's not telling a single lie. And it was just like in that moment, like that's the Dorinda that I love. And I'm like, just stay in this space of like fun and funny and a good storyteller. Cause we don't get that again for a little bit, but no, she, but I just thought it was a great moment of just Sonia being Sonia. Sonia is like, has gotten somehow even more unapologetic. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, then Sonia's next line that sets the ladies off. And honestly, I'm not even saying where they are because it's like really hard to even they're they're at like a beach club or they're at the house. Like they're not really doing anything. I love that the agenda comes every day. Like so like the houseboy comes with the agenda and it's always like you're going to have an amazing breakfast and then you're going to do this for lunch and then you're going to have dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like and it's like. And sometimes there's a beach. Yeah, like I don't know. It doesn't feel like they plan. I need an agenda. <laughs> like there's not many planned activities, and I need a bit more activities because, like, I, it all kind of blends together. Where they're just, it just feels like a lot of meals. Or they haven't really had the ladies like separate and go off to talk about stuff. Like I need like a you know Lou and Kelly, you know, go shopping in town type scene. They haven't really done that yet either. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the asides that we do get are like Dorinda and Kelly in the pool. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. It's interesting the way they're filming it so far compared to the other girls trip where I feel like in Thailand, they had them like do so many activities and well, it's a five mile Island. Maybe there's just not enough. Yeah. Which is like, then why did you pick it? I know it's like, I know why, but I'm just saying like, yeah. you need a little, um, so then Sonia says something that really upsets the lady. So I guess Sonia is very difficult to get in contact with, which she owns up to and says, I don't answer people. I don't look at my phone. Like I'm not, I'm not good at it. But then Sonia says, and I don't even remember how it came up and what contacts, maybe you do, that Bethany is her good friend and that yeah. she talks to her more than she talks to Luann on the phone and that she texts her. And everyone loses their mind. And it's just the, and you know, Bethany's sitting at home watching this with a giant bowl of popcorn being like, my impact, my impact is everywhere. See, this is like part of reality reckoning. (laughs) Yeah. Like. I should be, I should be paid for this because they're making the whole thing about me. Lou is like, what the hell you're supposed, you're like one of my best friends. You don't even answer me and you're telling me you answer Bethany. Like, are you fucking like. Basically yeah. being like, you're lying, is I feel like with Lou. And I, again, yeah. I'm siding with Lou here. Like, But I think they're also kind of just like, this is like this hallucination of like you partying with Madonna and John John on your yacht. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that she's trying to say that she's with the most popular girl. Yeah, yeah. 
arguably um, no longer Bethany. Yeah. And it's not, um, it's, yeah, it's just not good. And the women are not, not happy about it. And they also don't believe her too. They're like, you don't talk to Bethany and you certainly don't talk to her that much. And she's so always like, I'm always working, I'm working, I'm working. And then she says this, she says, I'm bouncing from couch to couch with family. Yeah. She's being like very real here. She's like, she's renting out the townhouse and she has nowhere to live. Yeah. She goes, you don't see me doing things with friends. I'm not out to lunch. I'm not doing this. Like I'm working all the time is what yeah. she says. And and if someone calls me, I go and do it because I need the money is basically what it seems like. Um. Then they bring up dating and we think Ramona has a boyfriend. But she's being very coy. Yeah, don't care. I will say this about Ramona, these three episodes. Obviously, she's a piece of shit. Like, she is yeah. a piece of shit. Not not put that aside, but like, had we not known the more recent things that have come out and none of it is surprising, this is the most subdued Ramona we have seen in a very long time. Like, she's not doing anything crazy. True. Unlikable or inappropriate. She's kind of just there. And it's interesting that that's how she's been on this trip. Yeah. Um, I know you're like, I don't want to talk about Ramona at all. I will say one other thing. They have a they have um uh a dinner. Lu Luann is doing some seafood fest. Oh yeah. And they're so excited for the caviar and the oysters. And I feel like we barely see any of that. Yeah, but I will say, again, I don't, I'm not trying to talk Ramona up at all. Like, you know how I feel about her. But she is literally wearing one of the prettiest dresses I've ever seen her oh, wear. Yeah, she's wearing a Ooh, strapless with flowers. I was like, literally, John, the ground. I was like, I've never seen Ramona look better than in this dress. Like, even Kristen was like, wow, Ramona. Like, a simple favor. It's such oh, a good okay. movie. So she wears the same similar dress of like, it's like a high, low blue background, yellow, white kind of print flower. That's so fucking phenomenal. This dress, it's yeah, great. 10 out of 10. Like it made me be like, um, yeah. like this, I, I feel like Ramona might've gotten styled for this trip because her outfits are pretty good. Like much better than they used to be. Much better than they've ever been. Yeah. No, her fashion was really on top this season. Yeah. Trust me. For Probably me to say- found somebody to partner with her because none of the news came out that she, well there was that's the other thing is like we all knew that she ruined Roni. yeah yeah <laughs> um so then i don't even like it's like these things just come up i don't even know how because i feel some of it is like inorganic and in how they come up or you know they're all aware they're filming a show they gotta have something interesting so somewhere along they start talking kelly's like Lou, now that you're drinking, we should go out together. And Lou is like, "Well, oh, you don't bring me to the Rangers games." And we're all like, "Rangers right, this whole games." Episode is about the Rangers game, and like, we don't really find out what the connection is that Kelly has with the Rangers. I'm guessing she has a box, and that she, Lou wants to be invited into the box to meet men, and Kelly can bring her only her kid. And then I like forget. Her kid even says that like, you barely bring me. Yeah, it's weird. Wrong. And I don't know, maybe Kelly's dating a Ranger player. We don't know about it. Or someone who works for the Rangers. It's just very random. And it is also quite rude that Kelly's like, oh, Lou, you're drinking again? Like, let's hang out now. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's weird. But um, Kristen Takeman's like, oh, well, that's later on. But... Yeah, they just, the, the the fight keeps escalating and Kristen Takeman's like, I can get us fucking tickets to the Rangers. Yeah, they're like, it's not that hard to get tickets to the Rangers. Why does Kelly have to bring her? And they don't really like explain why Lou wants to go and with her. I will say, and like, no offense, but like, in general, ice hockey tickets are pretty easy to get. Yeah, it's it's not a huge deal. I also realized at this point in the episode, Kristen had literally said like five words. Like, I was like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Like, yeah. she was she was nothing in, in this until the end of the episode. When the first time Ashley Madison is brought up, one of them accidentally oh, calls it yeah. Dolly Madison, which I thought Sonya was pretty funny. calls fun. it Dolly Madison. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And if you don't know what Ashley Madison is, they do kind of explain it later on the show. But it was a website, a dating website that was used to let people have affairs with other married people or single people who want to have affairs with married people. And there was like a data breach and it came out 
of who was on this website and Kristen's husband was on this website. Um, We find out that Dorinda was the only one who reached out when the news broke, which Dorinda didn't even remember. (laughs) Dorinda, this is what I mean. Like Dorinda's always going to do something like above and beyond nice for someone. And then she's going to rip their head off. Like (laughs) this is because she, and like, and Dorinda does go to her um, defense even during this, where she's just like, everyone's marriage has troubles, you know? Like, Yeah, and it's not the only time that this is going to get brought up. It's going to get brought up again in the third episode, because um, Kristen's very much like, yep, nothing happened, and we dealt with it, and we're still married. Um, and Ramona, she says caduce to that, which really made me laugh. Um, she says caduce at some point, too. And yeah. You guys don't follow caduce on Instagram. He's a great guy and his account's amazing. So yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that Ramona said like years and years ago, the, yeah. the kudos, um, instead of kudos, <laughs> kudos to that. So that was, that was good. Um, and then we find out that like 10 men are showing up and I find this to be so uncomfortable to watch. Like it literally made my skin crawl. It was so uncomfortable. Like all these men are like 25. No one's like interacting, there's no chemistry with anyone. It's so weird. It's like all the wait staff at the bar they'd been to earlier in the day. Like, I, I don't know. What was your thoughts on this? I mean, I think it was funny because my friend Kate is much younger than me. And she was like, like immediately like babies. <laughs> like, what are these babies doing on this show? Like, it just didn't feel like the right group of people to bring in. Like, I was just very surprised. Um it just no one seemed to have chemistry with each other although Sonia grabs the best looking one immediately who was of age and of course Lou starts to try and like creep in on him mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah there's it one is that interesting like- that Kristen's the only one I guess we think Ramona has a boyfriend but the only one in a relationship there and she's the only one in the relationship and all the girls like like a middle school dance go into the kitchen and start yapping away about all these boys and like Kristen's the only one out there talking with them and she's like um can someone else be out here I'm I'm married I don't need yeah Lou is like be a wing woman I'm like no that's not how this works yeah also I would not have Kristen Takeman as my wing woman like her own husband says that she's not great at parties sorry I'm so mean Hey, she said it. Um, you want to know my best wing womaning I ever did? So the year after I graduated college, we went back for this like big party thing. And we were literally staying in one of my friends in the dorms. Um, it was like an apartment style dorm, but it was it was a dorm and we had like an air mattress and it was terrible, but we were too poor for a hotel. So I'm dating, I'm with Derek at this point, but like my two girlfriends are single and we're out of the bar and they meet these two guys. And they're like, we want to go back to his house. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And the guys are like, we have a guest room you can stay in. And I was like, bet, let's go. Uh, we all got beds because they went and hooked up with the two guys. And then I got a guest room and my own bathroom for the night compared to the air mattress I was going to sleep on. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I was like, because like I don't care. They could have gone and done whatever. And the guys were like, no, no, no. We have a spare room with a queen bed. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> And it was great. I showered there. It was way better than we were. It where like we're... you maybe pimped your friends for this room. <laughs> maybe I used my friends so that I could get a good room. No, no, no. They were perfectly happy to no, hook know. up with the men that they were with. But yeah, it was like, uh, I was like, wait, you just said you have a bed for me and I don't have to. I'm like, can we come back tomorrow night? Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah, like, can you guys just like do this? Can we run the same plan? Yeah. Can we do this for the rest of the vacation? Perfect. Sounds, sounds great to me. No, I love, I'm very good at being a wing woman. Um, I, I, I'm like the, the fluffer, like I'm quite good at that. And then I'm like, oh, did you just say you were going to buy a shots? Thank you so much. And have you met my two single girlfriends? Like, should definitely take me out because I am horrible. <laughs> I think I'm gonna because it's like when you're in a relationship, it's like you don't care. So it's like yeah. much easier to like also like I was great not in a relationship at flirting. So I feel like every time I go out, I have a great conversation with a man who's in a relationship who's not flirting with me. It's more so that like we both find something that we have in common. They bring up that they have a wife really quick or a girlfriend very quickly. But 
then like I still have like a perfectly nice conversation and I'm like well thank you for wasting my time I'm going to grow old and die now thank you <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like oh, what are we gonna be friends <laughs> no <laughs> I have a thing I absolutely think men and women can be friends I think it matters Absolutely. when in your life you meet them and basically to me if I meet you in college or younger we can be friends but or I should say I should take it back if you're in a relationship yeah I think that's it like I think it's the relationship status of it all like because like I've made friends as an adult with like older men who are like out of a relationship and that kind of thing like I don't know let's be honest most of my male friends are gay well yeah we left <laughs> that part out but like i have many guy friends from high school and from college but since dating derek besides his guy friends i haven't made any like new male friends that i would hang out like one-on-one with and it wouldn't be yeah. weird in the way that these other guys like not weird because i've known you for like a certain amount of time well, maybe I'll find a work husband and it will change. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying I can't be friends, but like it is, yeah. it gets to like that weird point, but I definitely think you can be friends with people of the opposite sex. I never get when people say you can't. I think that's weird. Yeah. No, I mean, when Harry met Sally, be damned. Yeah. That was <laughs> it. Well, that was my best friend, Dan, in college. Everyone thought that we would be together. And absolutely not. And he's still my best friend. <laughs> and he was one of the people who spoke at my wedding Aww. and um, was my formal date for three years and then left with other women. <laughs> because <laughs> my, these, my friends would come up to me like, what's the deal with you and Dan? And I'm like, absolutely have Adam, not my type. And he's very cute and very attractive, but it was instant friend vibes on, on both ends. Yeah. I'm one of my I two male friends of mine from college I'm still very close with. And they're married now, and like I get along fine with their wives. One of them married one of my coworkers, so that's that crazy. Worked out great for me because then I kept both of them in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Derek became really good friends with like a lot of my guy friends. He was even in one of their weddings. Like it's just just when depends when you meet him. Um, okay, on to episode three. Literally, my first note is why are there not more activities? <laughs> This is by episode three. I was like, where? We missed on episode two that the very produced moment where Ramona dresses one of them up like a pirate. Oh, I'm telling you, I was like, so. I was so ick by the whole men. I was like, not into that. Um, So it starts in the morning with Sonia Googling the Ashley Madison stuff. And she's like going on a deep dive of it now because I don't think she really knew anything about it. Just figuring out like, what is this? So we know we know that storyline is not dead. That's for sure. Um, then we learn about how much they charge for cameo. 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 Do oh. you like cameo? Would you ever pay for it? Oh wow! All right. So cameo, I had to do something for work. Paying for cameo, I've gotten one cameo. Uh, my friend got me a Frank Catania uh, cameo for my birthday. Where he said he loves Long Island girls. Uh, and it was great. Uh, my other friend got me one that was Willem from Drag Race. Uh, talking about, because Willem's from Philly. So Willem gave me a bunch of um, suggestions for what I could do in Philly when I moved here. And it was like really fun. So I've had some good experiences with Cameo. Now, and personally paying for them and like having to fill it out. It's a lot of money and it is a nice thing. Like it's very sweet, but it's just, I think some people are highly overpriced. Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I'd ever pay for it. It's the same way. Like all the people who waited for the photo ops at like BravoCon, that stuff is just not important. Yeah. To me, in a sense. So I just like am blown away by like how much money these people can make on it. Cause I'm like, I just don't get it. It's just some, nice to have somebody who you see on TV talk to you directly and they know something about your life. Yeah. Like, I think that's like kind of the nice thing. Like, I've seen really sweet ones that were like super motivating and super kind. What I suggested that got shut down was we were doing a video. And 
the the video had cursing in it and i wanted to get dora the explorer because dora the explorer the woman who does that voice is on it and i just really wanted to be like go fuck yourself like a dora the explorer oh my gosh i was just like that would have just been amazing like and don't forget your backpack you know there's something yeah um then they go to a cooking lesson but like the thing with the the cameo is like all three of them are in a car doing it at the same time and they're just like and the people who get it like it's a bonus and i do think that that would be amazing to hear. that i agree with if i got a cameo while they were filming this yes that i agree with i'd be like, like that's that cool special i do think that sonia should raise her prices <laughs> yeah yeah um, so then they do a cooking lesson and it's fine. Nothing happens. They all keep saying I they're sweating. Second, Real quick. I'm sorry. I have to go back to it because all I keep thinking is, is Sonia's like, you can make $20,000 a month doing it. How are you broke? Why are you sleeping on couches? How much debt are you in? I don't know. Clearly a lot. Like, yeah. Like that was, that was where like this part of the episode really got me stuck in my like, how do you not afford your life? And what is going on in your life that like you're making maybe 20K a month and you're also making money. Like we know they're getting six figures to be on this trip. And how what's going on? I don't know. I just don't know. Um, But yet they're sweating all the time. Do you know what month they film this in? It must be summer because they seem like they're dying of like heat. I don't know. Yeah. so then they ask who else they would have liked to have been brought on the cast. And Lou says she wish and would have liked if Tinsley was there. And then they kind of talk about how Tinsley found a man and is like moved on. And as and we know, she just got married. They would have liked Tinsley. Everyone's pretty much like, oh, we love Tinsley. I would have loved Tinsley. And I'm really sad we haven't gotten her back for a single girl's trip. Like, I really, really, I cannot wait till we get to the Tinsley years. Like, I kind of forget how much I love her. <laughs> She, uh, but in the Tinsley package, I was furious that what they show of her is her crying about her poor dog. I was like, why do we have to watch dog death? I mean, please. Like, it is one of the most ridiculous scenes when she talks about putting the dog in the freezer and calling 911. But like, that wasn't what they showed. What they showed was her like talking about the funeral arrangements and everything. And we don't get one clip of her crying about her eggs dressed as a clown. Oh my god that is the best clip of tinsley mortimer also her when she sees uh what's his tits and she falls on the ground yes like, that the like somebody call me next time you need a tinsley package because Ugh. you're using the wrong clips i'm just <laughs> sad that we i'm i love tinsley she's like a semi forgotten about housewife but like truly made new york like she yeah. was she was great um, then Kelly says that she could not film with Alex McCord, which I'm like, damn girl, you're still holding on to shit. Like Alex literally lives in another country. You haven't seen her probably in 10 plus years. Like she's still scared of her face, she says. And then Lou tells a great story about how uh, she went to dinner with her husband, Alex, in the van camps. And at the end, the count was basically like, never make me go on that on a dinner with these people again. Yeah, and they went to this dinner before they started filming. Yeah. Season one. So then Kelly's like, What? You we never went to dinner. I never met the count. And Lou's like, This is before you were even on the show. Like Don't they get back into the Rangers thing? They do. I wrote some weird fight about the Rangers again at the table. It's weird and I don't get it. But then Kristen tries to get involved because she's noticing that like the way that Lou is so hurt by this, it's got to be something more than the the Rangers. So she's like, I have a question. And there's a lot of crosstalk and whatever. And she's like, I have a question. She keeps trying to ask it. And Kelly starts yelling at her. And Kristen does get her question out where she's like, Lou, is this really about that? Or is it about the fact that like Kelly makes plans with you and then doesn't hold them? And she's like, that is what I'm upset about. Lou's like, that's exactly it. And then Kelly's like, don't interrupt, blah, blah, blah. And like, Kristen's like, well, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. She's like, well, then you should ask Luann. And she's like, I literally just did. Yeah. Kelly also calls Kristen a super fan of the show and that it's weird that she knows everything about everyone and that she watched things and she thinks it's so weird. Yeah. Um, 
And speaking of people watching things after that meal scene, because that was after they did their like dot. This was lunch. Well, Dur- well, the the end of the the lunch also is Dorinda saying, "Hey, you know what, Kelly? You really do put down Kristen, and I don't like that because prior to this, she was like." very much doting on kelly and trying to make kelly feel comfortable and like because kelly like confided in her for like five seconds that like sometimes i feel shy at parties and i leave and she's like oh my god i I understand you so well now well it was like a real moment she was being very like honest and genuine um which i think surprised dorinda in that moment um but like so Dorinda has had been very buddy buddy with Kelly and she kept telling us she'd never watched Scary Island because she wanted to give Kelly the benefit of the doubt and that she kind of knew Kelly at parties and whatnot. And but she feels for Kristen in this moment and she stands up for her because she's just like, you know, you're you're being kind of demeaning to her and I don't like it and I think you should stop. Um she didn't say it that clearly, but <laughs> So then they go back to the house and then we get like... Well, they're in the car and Lou's like, you should watch Scary Island. And so Dorinda does. And I love this very like inception moment of her watching Scary Island. Yeah, it's so, so great. I'm so like, glad they filmed it. While she's doing it and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so while they're before dinner, Kristen and Kelly start talking outside and oh kelly 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 she keeps calling Kristen a host and that she's not present and she's not being real which we know is a thing that kelly used to always say like just be real just be real and don't self-produce and she literally goes you're not what does she say something like um you're not andy cohen like oh yeah she's or like- she's and then, like, Kristen's like, is Andy Cohen here? Is Andy Cohen here? Like, who's this host? But Kristen, I mean, Kelly also says, you're trying to produce, and that's something that I used to do all the time, which I thought was very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. you're trying to control the narrative because you don't want to talk about what's really happening. Yeah, and she's saying that, like, you're prompting questions and doing that, and she's like, someone has to do it. Like, we're trying to get to know each other. Like, what's wrong with me prompting these questions? But I had felt like producers texted her and said, why don't you bring this up? And then she didn't do it in a natural way. Yeah, I agree. I think that the thing with Kristen is that she is so far removed that like, I think she's just like an eager beaver of the playing. And she's like, they're like, you have to ask these questions. And instead of letting them come up naturally in conversation, she's like, and so now you Kelly, what happened on scary Island? (laughs) Like basically. Yeah. I do keep asking her about that too. Yeah. So then we're at like another dinner. I literally wrote like, I can't believe I'm watching them at another dinner. Like I need some activity, something like, um, and the fight between Kristen and Kelly don't, it just kind of is stagnant because I have to sit down for dinner. Um, so then there's like a little game they play. It's, I think Dorinda's, is this Dorinda's dinner? I don't know. But they have some prompted questions, you know, as they love to do. Let's play yeah. a game. <laughs> Who do you trust the least? No, just kidding. <laughs> that would happen. But so they all have these questions they have to answer. And Ramona is, is like, what do you think the biggest misconception about her? And she says it's that she's not kind and that she's very giving. And then Dorinda is like, she is really kind. And she like, if you need something, she'll do it for you if she loves you. Yeah. Which, honestly, I would say is true. Of all the Ramona we've seen, we know that she has that side in her if she wants to. Yeah. Um, We haven't gotten to it yet, but when Bethany comes back and Bethany is sick, we know Ramona was, like, constantly helping her. Um, But my favorite part with this question is, like, it goes to Kelly. And Kelly's like, well, the biggest misconception to me is, and, like, she doesn't even get a word out. It's like, so she's like, that you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> and she's like, no, not that I'm crazy, but that people think I have all this money in a money tree and that my husband gave me nothing and I raised my two girls on my own. And they're all just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, And it's just so funny because Sonia earlier was just like, I feel so bad that like Scary Island's the only, like everyone thinks it's the best episode and it's all Kelly being crazy. 
And like, meanwhile, like Sonya is the first one to be like, well, because you're crazy because scary Island. (laughs) Yeah. And also that. I I did like that. They brought up that Kelly is the reason it's called scary Island because she is the one who named it. I don't remember what episode. Yeah. But it was funny that that someone was like, how did it become called that? And Kelly's like, I literally named it scary Island. And then they showed her saying it, which we do. And I think when we rewatched it, we said like, oh my God, that's so like we didn't realize she was the one who named it, like where that where that came from. Um on an island with no So then Sonia starts really questioning Kristen about the Ashley Madison thing. She starts she reading research earlier. Yeah, she's done the research, so she's not over this yet. She says he had 75 transactions. Um did he cheat on you? And that Kristen is saying he went on the website with a group of friends and that's it, and that she never looked it up and turned the other way. And this is very triggering to Kelly. Um, Kelly is basically just like, I don't like women like you. I went and got my MBA after scary Island and I'm angry at women who talk like you. And she is just laying into it. And it's like, I understand what Kelly is trying to say. Yeah. But she's doing a terrible job of saying it. And I think she's trying to say, like, how could you never look into this and just blindly believe your husband and that women like you, when you do that, make other women look bad? I think she's also alluding to the fact that Kristen is staying there with him for money and like. Yeah, which is her assumption of their relationship, which she literally knows nothing about. Exactly. And I'm I'm not I don't assume that either. Like I I know that Kristen had a popular nail polish line. Um I don't know what else is going on with Kristen, but she what she still does model. Um but it's just kind of I, I get where Kelly's coming from, but she's really missing the mark with what she's trying to say. But then Kristen finally opens up a bit more, which I guess she had done with Dorinda, but not with Kelly to say, like, no, we went to therapy. It was really hard we had to work through our problems. And I feel like that's also what Kelly was like digging at Kristen for. Like, give me the real story. Don't give me some bullshit. I never looked anything up. Oh, it was all fine story. That's the thing that's kind of frustrating about it too, is like, everyone's just like, we want to hear how hard it is. Like that was what Sonia kept saying too. She's like, we want to hear how bad it was. And it's like, why? Like, and Kristen's just saying this too. She's just like, why does everyone want me to keep rehashing like this horrible time and not asking me how things are now? Yeah. But I also feel like you had to know this was going to come up. This was like the only interesting thing that's come out about you in the last eight years. So like you had to call him. Was it that episode or the second episode? She calls her husband at one point and he's very underwhelming. And my, my friend's like, he's even uglier on FaceTime. Yeah. Um, he was never cute. And he like, really doesn't look cute now i don't know la got to his face that's for sure yeah it's it's not great and so like he doesn't really give much and she's just like he gives me um husband waiting in the chair at the department store just like "Uh uh-huh yep no okay yeah i'm sure he's not gonna be thrilled that this was you know brought up and rehashed but again you had to know this was going to come up like of course it's going to and again annoying ramona is like being logical at this dinner about the whole thing and it's like who is this person i feel like i'm defending ramona and i hope no one thinks i am i'm just trying to be like an outsider watching that the episode um yeah yeah like i do not i need to emphasize i am not a ramona fan i'm not a ramona supporter especially now especially really ever if you've listened to all of our other episodes but i'm trying to be there are moments where she has redemption you know a stopped clock is right twice a day yeah and she's she's being very logical this dinner just being like not everyone can work through it i tried in my marriage to work through cheating and it didn't continue and I'm impressed that they were able clearly to f- and have been together as long as they have been. Is, is kind of what she says. And Sonia's like, she's just trying to protect her marriage. And I'm like, well, she's just, or her family. And I'm like, then let her protect her family. Yeah. But I'm also like, why did you come on the show then? Like, yeah, true. You know, you, you knew, you knew, you knew this was yeah. going to come up. You can't be shocked by I that. I just felt like I wish she had a better answer than like, I know my truth. 
I'm just like, like we don't know your truth. Why don't you? You should tell yeah. us. You're you on the show to that. be open. Like you can't just do yoga every morning and be filmed and think that this is it. Yeah, yeah. It's it does come down to don't hide shit. If we're on here, we're all we're all sharing, and you got to share. She's um, the host. Yeah, she's the host. Uh, so then it kind of ends with Ramona and Lou like out together, and they're just being like adorable and dancing in the club and having like such a nice time together. And then Sonia and Dorinda and them go back and they're all skinny dipping. And I, this is like, I need more of this. This is what I want. So that was fun. But wasn't there another question? I felt like there was another question asked blanking on it. Know, that's what I wrote down, but it was, a. I I'm enjoying these three episodes. I don't think like it's a little I, slow, but that's okay. And again, like I said, I just, I'm glad it's in this format because there's no show left. Like this is, this in my opinion, this didn't, I can't imagine sell Andy on bringing them back for like old Roni. I think new Roni is, if we're going to have a Roni, it's going to be the new ladies, but I would kill for like a, like a cameo of the old ones with the new. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's space for that. I think that Lou is doing a very good job. I think Dorinda also could be a fun cameo. Like, I think she actually met Bryn out. They ran into her. Like, Dorinda's still very much in the mix of New York. Give me, like, a lunch with, like, Jenna Lyons probably never coming back. So, Lord knows that. But give me, like, Jessel and Bryn and Dorinda out to lunch one time. You know, give me those, like, in the way Denise has been floated in and out. Like, that's what I would like. When it comes to Jenna Lyons... I feel very much like, yes, you were a big deal before this, but no one remembered you. Like, it wasn't like yeah, that's why she did the show. The but then she, now she's going on everything, shitting all over Housewives. And it's just like, sorry, you're either in or you're out. And like, don't shit on Bravo fans. Yeah. <laughs> no, she did the show to get her name back out there. It's working. I don't think she's coming back, but also they've announced nothing. So I, they're not, I don't even think they're filming right now. Yeah. I don't know what is going to happen with that show. And Atlanta's supposedly on pause. It needs to be. I feel Atlanta needs a, it, it's just when you have the same storylines happening, like I can't even believe Jersey hasn't been revamped. Rename Married to Medicine, Real Housewives of Atlanta, because that show is delivering like dominoes i've never seen a like housewife-esque like bravo show where literally a character comes back like quad comes on and they basically like spoiler alert if you haven't seen the episode from like december 17th but like this like quad comes back and the ladies all sit down and agree that they don't want her anymore they're like you're not really friends with any of us you shouldn't be here. You should leave this trip and go. And I've just never seen a reality show that's not a competition tell somebody, like, and it's not, like, after any inciting incident, like, she didn't hurt anybody physically. She didn't do anything. They were just like, you're just fake as shit, and we don't really like being around you. That's crazy. It was wild. It was so insane. Now, that is the drama that Atlanta brings, but these women are bringing it, so just reading Married to Madison, Real Housewives of Atlanta. They could, they all will. Of but their cast is great. Yeah, cast. I want to watch them all the time. <laughs> but I, I caught up on it, and now it's my life. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, those were the first three episodes. That is all that is out right now, and we are definitely going to keep recapping. I have no idea how many episodes there are. Thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, rate, review, tell your friends. We appreciate every download and we hope you have a happy new year. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Part of me thinks we should release this first. Because I don't when... Isn't there going to be new, like more New York? So I don't want. 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.